0: Dude, the things I would do for that much money. The things I do for like, for like a hundred grand. I would take man. the like, point one. Jeez. I was gonna say, and this kid's how old? Twenty three or something like that? No, yeah, yeah he's like yeah. twenty one. I'll take that. I'll take the twenty dollars signing bonus. So oh yeah, I, guess, yeah I, do, I do disgusting things for like a fucking millions of that, but or whatever. But you know what I'm saying. Um... <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to season two of hosers panel that's going to bring us to episode 34 shout out mika Kippersoft, best goalie ever and that brings the three hosers back for a lot more pods every monday hey fellas except for this time it's gonna be tuesday this time <laughs> um, but so of course i'm here with mike and taylor and you got your guy Chee croaks tyler croakman here bringing it to you live let's go fellas man uh, brand new season same old hosers
1: yeah i now, know right it's, it's been it's <laughs> been about two months since we've been on here talking to each other oh, two we're bound to be you know a little unpolished a little oh, we need a little bit of tweaking but that's fine that's what the editor's for
2: right this is this is our preseason. <laughs> you gotta shake, shake the rust off get back on the ice and start getting the chemistry going again
1: yeah exactly exactly i love it you yeah, did a bang absolutely- up job
2: ty Thanks, yeah. buddy. Thanks, buddy. Top
0: first and many. Uh, well, we're back. That's that's what first and foremost, and uh, yeah. and there's there's lots of stuff to cover, man. It's been oh, man. a good seven eight weeks here, and uh, stuff's been flying. A lot of drama. A lot of numbers going around. A lot of players moving. Where do you want to start here, boys? Man, history. First time in about fourteen years.
2: There's been an offer sheet that's been signed, and and uh, the player's actually gone to the new team. Yeah. Yes, Barry he signs one-year, six-point-one million-dollar deal uh, to go to the Carolina Hurricanes. And the Hurricanes, you know, they did not do this quietly. They did you it know. loudly, bitterly, <laughs> and very proudly.
1: Yeah, I, I was saying even if uh, even if Cockney, or even if the Canadians match, like the the Hurricanes are still so happy with this just to get back at uh, what Montreal did with Ajo There for sure, you could tell by just the body language, the. Press conference release, the um, $20 fucking signing bonus that yeah, Kotkaniemi that. got.
2: Like. <laughs> you can you can play ignorant on a lot of these things. A $20 signing bonus <laughs> that, that, that is top-notch and not incidental.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very well done. Uh, revenge for from the, the Carolina Hurricanes there, for sure. And uh, I don't know if I love the price for Kotkaniemi. Obviously... It's $6 million. You need to pay that to kind of have a, a team like Montreal like not consider signing it. They didn't, so it worked in their favor, I guess, if they really wanted Cockney Emmy. Um, but yeah, I don't love the price at $6 million, but it's one year. They're, they're looking at signing an extension, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> the, A lot of people want offer sheets to go out to the A-list guys, the Pedersen, the Hughes, uh, I mean, he was, can't be offer sheet, but that kind of cat, the kind of caliber. Um, but in all realness, like you can't offer enough of those guys enough money where teams aren't gonna match. Yeah, teams are fine paying whatever salary to keep their stars. Stars are what win games. Totally. Uh, it's the second tiers and third tiers kind of guys that you have to go after, overpay because you know you have to get the player. Yeah. There's no point of offering offer sheeting Emmy to a one year three point five million dollar deal. Montreal no. just says thanks for doing our business, matches, and they move on. Yeah, uh, was well, got... exactly what happened with I mean, Aho. Exactly, they paid them eight and a half million. Thought they were like, oh, we're gonna just bump up the signing bonus so they don't have to, so they can't pay it. And they're like, okay, we have lots of money, we're good. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the picks going back a first round and a third round, I believe. It's been so yeah. long since it happened, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that that's the thing with offer sheets. You have to go after the guys that you personally find can help your team and then overpay them yeah it's not gonna happen any other way um there, there's a few guys that you know they could have been offer sheeted earlier that w- would have been decent targets it's a weird fit with cockney yeah. hmm I, I understand like why they did it and you know montreal and everything but they have centers yeah and i mean cockney has never really played wing successfully no So it's a weird fit that they went after him when they could have gone after like a lot of other guys, but Hey, they, they must've seen something. If you're going to, you know, you can't, you don't just shell out $6.1 million on a team. That's a cup contender for a a revenge play. You know, you have to have some sort of interest or else you're just killing
0: yourself. I'm surprised how far it went. Like I couldn't believe when I heard the headline, I was like, I didn't really think I didn't put too, too much thought of it into it (laughs) it, because I thought the number was way too much and everything about it just seems so weird. Uh, the, all the numbers and uh and i didn't know if he was worth it really like yeah. even even like i know i know he's probably gonna help him right now but he is so unproven that guy oh yeah he's definitely Six not worth one. that money <laughs> jeez man like what would you pay him yeah. on a one-year on a, on a one-year one deal
2: sheet. three
0: i don't know like yeah. right so yeah, yeah i was pretty amazed like when i heard the number i was like oh okay like kind of Shoot, shoot it aside, and I know, the more we got talked about when it finally got signed, I was like, God damn, I kind of could not believe it. You never see uh, first-rounders go. Like, it never no. gets, it's never that high.
2: Yeah. And I mean, a yeah, lot of people bad. are, a lot of people are, at least in Montreal land, you know, blaming Cockney Emmy and thinking, thinking ill-will against them. The guy is a two million dollar player he gets offered six million bucks is he not gonna take that
1: yeah you're gonna take that like, all
2: day are you kidding me even like ajo probably signed his thinking okay i'm still gonna be a carolina
0: hurricane i just want this money
1: yeah totally
0: like
2: come
1: on
0: dude the things i would do for that much money the things i do for like for like 100 grand <laughs> i would take man, the, the like, point one jeez i was gonna say in this case how old 23 or something like that
2: not yeah, yet. he's like yeah. 21. 22. I'll take that. I'll take the 20 dollars signing bonus. Oh I'm yeah, I,
0: say, <laughs> I, do, I do disgusting things for like a fucking millionth of that, but or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, that, so no brainer, but pretty weird, pretty weird situation. We'll see how he does over there in Carolina. Where do you think he fits in? Do we know?
1: They have him, I think, playing second line wing with Trocheck and I think Taravainen.
0: Probably. That's got pretty dirty yeah, potential. Something
1: like that. I, I really like the fit. I know, obviously, Cockney is a center, but I think he's a center because he, like, is a half-decent skater, um, right? Like, that's what yeah, a center yeah. is. That's, like, that's the game that you play as a center. But I I think his game, like, his style of game fits more on the wing, and I think he could fit in really well there um, and not being, like... Obviously, you don't, you're not paying six million dollars for a third or fourth line center um and i don't think that he's like a second or first line caliber center so i think he fits really well there on the wing on the second line yeah the and only... if carolina oh sorry no go, go, go ahead. ahead finish it if carolina comes back and signs him to an extension worth like four million a year for the next like five or six years like it's worth it i think
2: yeah i mean the only thing that scares me as a winger for him is can he win puck battles along the wall? Yeah, um, he's little because he? that's uh, he's not little, little. He's just you know he just doesn't have that kind of style. It seems. Yeah, um, I think he's pretty tenacious, like in the yeah. ice, like like in the middle of the ice. Um, it's just board battles. I'm not too sure about, but we'll see. Um, apparently, he's wearing number 82. Never, what, never was there. Do you but, know what the reason uh, was? I have no. I, this is the I looked up their lines. He had number 82 on, and I. Couldn't believe it. That I remember
0: fun. reading the change, but I can't remember why at all. Grinder numbers from greasy number 82. Carolina must be the only team that has zero
2: players wearing single-digit numbers. Man, the, the young fast, teams fast do fact. That. <laughs> It's weird. Wow. Not yeah, a right. single player. Like Yeah, no, not even goalies. Goalies are wearing 31, 32. They have Stahl at number 11. He's... That's fun. That's wild. Obviously, uh, there could characters. be you know like thirteenth, fourteenth forwards, and yeah. seventh defenseman that wears number two or something. But
1: that's crazy. Well, Cam Fowler's the only one wearing a single digit on the Ducks.
0: Huh. Yeah. I know those young scrappy like teams with all those young people like they, they pick weird numbers. Man, I feel like everyone who goes to like uh, Florida too like don't they all change their numbers to weird shit? Did Bennett change his or no? I think Montreal's probably got only a couple because they have retired everything True. below that, but... <laughs> they got some weird ones there, though. Yeah, it's just kind of more normal. Like, back in the day, you yeah. never saw that, Hey, eh? No. It's- now you see, like, so many greasy numbers. It's kind of awesome. Uh, so,
1: consequently, because of the uh, Kotkaniemi offer sheet, Montreal made a move.
2: They sure did. Mm-hmm.
1: They brought in uh, maybe a little bit more of a bona fide centre. Oh, yeah. I would say oh, then, Yemi, somebody who's gonna really fit with that uh, Montreal game style, uh, and Christian Dvorak from the from the Yotes. So the Yotes uh, picking up some more draft capital uh, to add to an already stacked fucking draft pick lineup that they've got in the next few years.
2: Yeah, they're loaded, especially in second rounders. <laughs> <Gonna> <laughs> got a like five, Yeah.
1: So what? It was uh, first and a second, right? With yeah, so Warak?
2: conditional first in 2022 and a 2024 second. Um the condition is the better of the Habs and Hurricanes pick. Um but if both are in the top 10, then it's the worse pick. Mm. So it will be the better
1: of the two. Okay, yeah.
2: Cuz I don't see Carolina missing the playoffs. I can easily see Montreal missing the playoffs. Yeah. Um, we'll have our predictions show either next week or the week after.
1: Is it? Sorry, is it lottery protected?
2: Doesn't look like it is. I thought I read something Jesus. that it is. But, uh But wild that Montreal did that if it's not lottery protected. I don't, yeah, I don't think it is.
1: Man, that's crazy. Arizona could end up with like two top five picks next
0: year. And they'll still end up moving somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Montreal, okay, yeah, that? yeah, that's the, <laughs> the City. Yeah, don't move to Quebec City <laughs> and Shane Wright will still be a Quebec, <laughs> yeah. oh, but you know. What that, that's a sweet move, though. Like, uh, they take that Kulkan kerfuffle and they bring in Dvorak, and I think it actually makes them deeper, at least it deeper right now for sure, right? Yeah. Uh, definitely more solid, and um. Yeah, like you know, like, it's got to be good. Like, they did that like almost like immediately after, right? They and I heard they were looking at other people, Monahan included. Um, so they were kicking tires on a bunch of people. And I think they found a good fit there. So good for them. Yeah, decent oh, move. Burger oh, Man. exactly.
2: Like they have a week to match it. Like you're gonna call other teams and see what's out there and like you know have your eye yeah. on a few guys. Um, but yeah, the Yotes have their own first, their own second. They also have Colorado and Montreal's first or Carolina if that happens. But it's gonna be Montreal's. Uh, and then the Islanders, um, Flyers, Sharks, and Canucks second round picks on top of their own. Wow. Yep.
1: That's incredible.
2: No other picks, but I mean, if you got seven and or you eight
0: don't
2: need picks, anything after that. eight picks in the top sixty-four. Yeah. Uh, and let's just say none of those teams are going to win the cup. So top sixty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's wild. They're going to have. If they can hit them all, and I mean, it, and, you know, not going to hit them all, but if they can, th- this is, this is the kind of breaking point.
1: Totally. Yeah. Or else you're, none of this is worth it, man. You're picking once every eight players. That's insane. Yeah. Like you're picking once, one, once every eight spots, essentially. Yeah. That's fucked.
0: But like, look at their team right now. Oh man. <laughs> the fact that they have to ice a team is crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare.
0: It has been for so long, though. It's just crazy to me how much like, how much words it keeps getting. It's kind of like Buffalo, but like Buffalo is just so It feels like they were so much more quiet about being the losers, and these guys have just always been like, yeah, like, like you know, here we are. Yeah. Like every time they come to your town, you just know you're gonna wipe them. And well, there and was like, a, that's it.
1: there was a point where uh, I think Trico went for went for bust where he like traded for Kessel, brought Hall in. Uh, yeah, it was it was looking like kind of up like they were they're doing all right Kemper had like an unreal season and they weren't horrible but they just never like broke into the playoffs never did that well so uh it's just too bad um I will say though I quickly I want before we move on from this Dvorak had a fucking unreal debut as a hab. I don't know if you guys caught this he scored and had three assists playing on the line with Druin and Josh Anderson um, fired up hey yeah, he looked, he looked really good. So uh, good for him there. It looks like it's going to be a good fit. I love that line. Josh Anderson, Christian Dvorak, and Jonathan Druin. Mm-hmm. The, the
0: boys fun. are fired up, uh, particularly well, according to the media. The boys are really excited as well as, um, and especially, apparently Druin is very, very excited to be playing and to be back. I can't think I've ever heard a time where Jonathan Druin was an excited hockey player who was happy about playing. Like, he's always kind of been... Disgruntled or things not going well or injury yeah, ridden, always yeah. right. So yeah. I don't know. I was I was like, well, we'll see. And then yeah, the f- first things we see with the new brand brand new line mate, brand new teammate, uh, they're kind of seem to be hitting it off in the first first meeting. So pretty cool. And it sounds like they're really they're really up in spirits there. So we'll see how long they can ride that. That's something I think.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, they're gonna need the high hopes because.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see how this year goes, but. Yeah. What do we got next? Let's do something crazy. Let's do the, uh, let's do the saga. Yeah, Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel saga. It continues, <laughs> yeah. folks. Got got knew new, it was coming. new season of Hosers panel.
2: Nothing, nothing, <laughs> new, not, from nothing Buffalo. new for Buffalo. <laughs> uh, Jack Eichel still hasn't had his surgery that has been requested. Um, they stripped him of the captaincy, which I mean is fair. He's requested a trade publicly. He's basically said he's never coming back to play with them. Why keep him as your captain when he's definitely yeah. not going to be? Um, and he's placed on IR, which is, you know, not surprising. <clears throat> yeah, he feels his
1: physical, right?
2: Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, he's got no neck and no shoulders. So, yeah, understandably, not su- it's not, it's not, not like he came... Yeah, all. It's not like he walked into camp 320 pounds. It was like, hey, <laughs> <it's> like Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you going to do? But, I mean, it just seems like the price on this guy keeps going lower and lower. <laughs> and... I mean, well, I, I don't know what Buffalo does it now. Like, wh- like what do
0: you do? Dude, what do you, like, I, you always wonder how bad it is. And, like, he's pretty, he's so good at keeping his composure, like, never really saying anything too over the line. And then, like, this is the funniest one I've seen was, like, two days ago or something. It was like, um, it's a joke of a decision from a joke of an organization to strip him of his captaincy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's probably one of the worst ones I've heard him say. It's so, like <laughs> probably one of the first times I've seen him show the frustration like that, like directly at, just insult them. Like that's that. what he I'm, said. Yeah, that oh. was that was a quote Jesus. from Jack Eichel about being stripped of his captaincy, and I read that two days ago, and I was like, a joke, you know? Like clearly, <laughs> guns fuck. are ablazing yeah. right now, both sides. That's, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I totally get struggled. it. Bro. I've never seen it. I'm just like, I think he's his poker face has been pretty good when we all think he's just been getting fucking plow this whole time and like and like for there to be no no even no end in sight like is actually nuts since yeah. he didn't go to training camp this means that he won't be eligible for oh side news folks yeah we're gonna have the uh, nhlers back in the olympics for sure this year jack eichel will not be there because he is not making this summer camp so or his training camp which i guess makes him officially means he'll be eligible was what i read what? so yeah that he won't be able to play the same USA if like nothing was figured out by now and he didn't and he didn't show up to camp and since he's not like he's not physically can't play and he's pissed off he didn't show up to camp and then I I said that I read two reports that said he wouldn't be playing. Tell me if I'm wrong, mm. but that's it said that mean, he wouldn't I, be playing. I believe it. That's just strange because I mean it's not like it's only
2: NHLers that can go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. The whole, but I guess it's I guess it's like because technically I guess they need his the team's consent. Pardon me. Um or wow. something like if, along he, if those he's lines. still a
2: saber by then that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But I mean like where yeah, he's he still going? waiting is he, for surgery? <laughs> where is he going?
0: Dude, I know, but how is he waiting now? Like yeah, dude, three weeks ago they said if you if we figure it out in this next week like this guy can play. This guy can start the season for yeah. whoever he's going to and like didn't move anybody. I and like I who's to say what the problem really lies in know I mean like come on. Got to be Buffalo. I don't know how they can't work with this guy at all. Like how is it this bad? Oh, well, well,
1: I think we touched on it too before talking about this, but yes. like, who is going to go play in Buffalo voluntarily, voluntarily now? Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> no. Like, they're treating no. their all-star player like Franchise. the fucking, yeah, like God's gift to Buffalo, like yeah. a g- piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Is fucking bullshit. I hate it. Um, it's bad. I also own Jack Eichel in our fantasy pool this year. And it's really <laughs> pissing me off. But, I mean, but to be that fair, soundtrack. you
2: drafted him like a week and a half ago, so that's yeah. on you. Yeah, no, you're
1: right. <laughs> it was like three weeks ago, thank you. But honestly. and you know what? Like, fair enough. For all
0: we knew, he was we we're gonna like our phones were gonna tell us he was yeah. gone in five minutes, and I wouldn't I yeah. wouldn't have been surprised at all. Like it's, I said, it, it's great. Sorry to interrupt. It's crazy that it's gone this far because. Like how many t- things have you seen? I mean, all we were preaching all last year about how unfair this has been, how everyone—it just looks so so bad. And yeah. how, when when do you just bow out and save yourself? Like, do they just not care? Are they just like, are it, they just too worried about letting them go? Like, I guess that's got to be it, right? Hundred
2: percent is what it but, is. But
0: yeah. but man, like, at what point is it just getting ridiculous? Yeah, they, his health is like—is is that like I don't get it. I just don't yeah. get how you how you defended it at I, all. I or... think they're
2: trying to figure out how to swallow the pill that they're trading a f- for sure like franchise center for yeah. like a first and a, like a long probably what Jes- Jes- Jesperi Kalkiniemi got. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a first yeah. and a third from a cup contender. Like, I mean, it it sucks, but like you gotta just you gotta just realize that you're not gonna pull a Joe Sakic with Matt Duchesne and pull out eight guys for this dude. No.
1: No, and that's that's the problem right there. First of all, he's not healthy. So you have no idea what his exactly. game is like right now. You don't know how long it's going to take him to get back to play. Um, the Sabres obviously, for whatever reason, aren't willing for him to have that surgery. I get it. I think there's a, there's a, a big risk in having that surgery. Like There's a risk that he doesn't come back and play at all. Um, so from the Sabres' point of view, if you can have him not have surgery and the chances of him like come back to play still be 50 50 rather than completely zero you're gonna get something for him right but their price tag is way too high and they're just not like nobody's gonna pay that until they know for sure that he's healthy
2: it it was fair to waive the surgery and like you know let somebody else take it in may yeah june but like as you start progressing this on like you know you're not getting price and like if you want what you are like expecting to get back you've got to let him do the surgery or else then it's like nothing has changed with the the asset
0: that's never gonna change that's the craziest thing it just seems so like uh like unethical moral like it's it's really fucked up that that it's gone this far and that it's like there's just no end in sight that's like the sad truth yeah man when i read that stuff about the olympics this guy must be gutted. He's never been able to do that. He's been watching that his whole life growing up. He's in prime as prime spot to be a top six player on that team, and he never even yeah. gets to sniff it now. And that's fuck. That's beyond fucked up. That's like, man, I don't know. Just the, the way in North America, the way that game is growing up, I could not ever imagine losing losing that opportunity when you're when you're that close to your prime.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, because the team that drafted you is being. Petty he's being fucked. The surgery. Yeah, it's not like he yeah. held
2: out. He's fucking injured. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like Arguably, too, he's number one center on that U.S. team.
2: Hold up, does that mean Hughes and Kachuk can't play for Team USA, and Pedersen can't play for Sweden?
0: Well, because okay, I think so, can't. I think Pedersen's
2: different because Sweden will be a lot of SHL kind of guys. But like, what does that um, mean for Hughes and Kachuk? Because like huh. Hughes. Borderline, like probably, yeah. but like Kachuk, I think he makes that team. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, good question. I know. I feel like it's gotta be more up to the, to the franchise, right? Like, I think the idea is just like they're just so far apart here that in the end they have to sign off on it, and they're not signing his permission slip to go on this field trip is essentially yeah. what yeah, it sounds like to me.
2: Yeah, that could be it.
0: Like, uh, like what is, I got another one here. It was like, um, uh, I think we would all agree that we were hoping uh, to work toward a resolution this off season to avoid surgery. Uh, unfortunately yesterday, Jack did not pass his physical at this point. Jack is not willing to move forward with us uh, or our doctor's suggestions. We will continue to work forward with our own solution it was what the GM said uh, of Ke- Kevin Adams, I guess is that his name. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was like a little bit before he was like stupid, uh, maybe like a week and a half ago, but they're just sound so far apart. It's just farther and farther. Like how, how bad is it going to go? Like, when's he just going to go on, like, TSN and just bash him, like, in a one-on-one interview? (laughs) Like, what else is he going to do? Just sit there in a suit and fucking tell him the truth. Like, I don't know.
2: And the thing is, if the surgery wasn't necessary, he'd be healthy now. Yeah. Like, he would have had a rehab, like, plan and everything. Yeah. Well they act no, like there's, there's other
0: things that they, like that it sounds like he was being like well you know we're trying to find a, a different solution when like clearly we all know what's on the table here there's two options like we've gone around this 100 times sorry go ahead Tay.
3: so
1: there's two there's two options right one is the complete disc replacement thank you and the second is a disc fusion the team wants him to fuse his discs Jack wants to replace his disc. Hmm. The the odds for a replaced disc that he comes back 100% and can perform at his best is like 50/50, I think. And for fused discs, the odds that he comes back and plays, plays is like 90%, but doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be 100%. Like if he replaces it, he can come back and play 100%. There's like if he comes back to play, he will be 100%. Yeah. But he could not come back and play. If he fuses right. his disc, he'll come back to play, but he won't be the player that he is. Right, or should be like right, a lot right. of these surgeries. Like <clears throat> you, had, you have a, you.
2: like one or two shoulder or wrist surgeries. Like yeah. you lost that little bit of your shot that made it go from elite to good. Totally, and that's ten goals.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. you nailed so, that Jack- there. You, you, sorry, quick one, you, Mike. You threw in you threw in shoulder and wrist surgeries, and then you nailed it. As soon as you said shoulder, I, mean, I was like, he's going off the, off the walls here. Yeah. I, I, sh- <laughs> I couldn't
2: say shoulder surgery. I had to say shoulder and wrist. Then I got Yeah, to you, us, you nailed it. You know, the a tongue twister ago. Yeah. Anyway,
0: had to. Sorry.
1: Yeah, so the team and Jack both aren't budging on what they want to do. Obviously, Jack yep. wants to come back to be the player that he is. He thinks that that 50% or whatever the, the odds are that he's able to come back after the replacement surgery, he's going to be able to do that because he believes in himself whereas the teams like well we'd rather do the less less risk option and have you back as a player like regardless basically. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't see either sides budging and I think Jack fucking sits in the press box all year. That's my guess.
0: Well how would you even be there? Fuck me. I'd like yeah. I'd be so mad. Like I can't believe you does he have to be around them all the time or is it just going to be like a James Harden thing where no. he just like fucks off and does whatever he wants and goes to the club? Who knows? Like I don't like what. Like what does he do now? Like what? I mean, this he's still
1: is... he's still making ten million dollars a year, right?
0: I guess so. so. Just bust out the Cheetos and just <laughs> like yeah, just break it, break in the new coach and the new Xbox. Like I don't know. I, I it's I'm so beside myself with this situation. Like yeah, so many teams must. I, I wonder how teams feel trying to get him. I wonder what it's like, like kick like kicking the tires on him once a week. Like, <laughs> I wonder what it's yeah. like being actually really interested in. I'm like, is yeah. it very frustrating? Are you getting anywhere? Like, I yeah. really wonder because I have no idea. I And I just, I, I'm so beside myself for this one.
2: I think if trade talks were getting anywhere, it would be done by now. There was like, yeah. you know, the entire off season was about two months or so. Not many teams had RFAs to really sign. There was no other moves that were done, so i think if buffalo was willing to budge and let's say the rangers were willing to budge a little bit whoever it's going to be but they've always been that kind of frontliner i think it'd be done by now um i agree i think one of the sides would be budged like either the buffalo side to favor the surgery with eichel or buffalo side to favor the trade talks with with teams i think buffalo would move one way or the other and get one side done the fact that neither are done or i mean it has to be on the sabers for that yeah, I think,
3: man,
1: it'd be so tough as a GM. I mean, I, I get it in, in regards to, like, you're doing this guy dirty. He needs to play. Like, let him do what he wants for his own health. Like, it's his body kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But as a GM, like, if you lose Jack Eichel for nothing, or if you lose Jack Eichel for a first-round pick, a single first-round pick, like, you lose your job. Like Yeah. He, right? Like, like that's i mean yeah kevin it just feels like
2: hail mary time there like there's no chance they win or draw this trade like it's an as soon as it happens it's an instant loss
1: yeah yeah he is he's one of he has the potential to be one of the best players in the league i think if he's healthy um and yeah like you moving on from a player like that when he's unhealthy is just it's so shitty it's so shitty
2: it, it's hard enough to win a trade for a superstar, like when you're trading away a superstar, when it looks like fair value. You almost always yeah. lose a trade. So like even now, it's not happening. Yes. Um, should we move on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, that. <laughs> speaking of other holdouts, uh, we can jump right into the outstanding RFAs right now. Um, two on the Canucks, Pedersen and Hughes, and then Brady Kachok of the Sens and Kiefer Bellows of the Islanders. Now, uh, Apparently, this is what I heard today, um, who just signed their extension? Woransky, I think. Um before the Ransky extension, the Canucks were offering Hughes around five million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so that's the reason why that deal is not done. Um yeah, Jesus. that number has gone up since, and uh, Wild, if we're two months into the offseason, they haven't budged from a five. Jeez. So they're probably offering like Patterson like Six and a quarter, like, <laughs> like, man, I am so happy not to be a Canucks fan. It's, I, I never understood these RFA holdouts. What do you because, mean? Because, like, these are your bright, like, especially the top guys, like, Kiefer Bellows, sure, whatever. He'll sign a two year, one million dollar deal or something like that, like yeah. one per. Um, but these big guys are such, like, key components of your team, like, especially like Pedersen uh, Hughes, like, Kachuk. Yeah. You have you have so much invested in these guys already. Like, why are you really playing around with it? Like, one yeah, it well, open, it opened up an yeah, like, offer sheet, um, which for like Patterson and Kachuk, it's just an instant match. Obviously, Hughes can't be offer sheeted, but like, why are you risking? Like, a they're they're young. What 23, 24? Why are you risking another training camp, a couple games, a couple preseason games in their development? Like, why are you putting them behind the eight ball before the season even starts? Like, some guys need all this prep work. And, and, you know, some guys can jump into the games and they haven't skated in a couple weeks. And, you know, they, they miss all of preseason, all of training camp, and they jump into the home opener and they're just fine. But some guys need it. Like, we saw, it's a big example, but William Nylander signs in December, never found his game that entire year. Yeah. And now he's back. But, you know, like, if you're trying to contend... Which, I mean, the Canucks think they can contend, and Ottawa, I think, also thinks they can contend. Like, why are you giving yourself this handicap by not signing your RFAs? Like, the uh, ol- as, the, as the offseason goes on... Sorry, I'm just going to finish my one point no, here. No, please. All of the pressure goes on the team, and all of the control goes to the
0: player. And yeah. the media hits the team, too, like a fucking exactly. bomb. Like, it's, it's a big hey, how are you? Look at me over here, move, like, every time. Nylander especially, but seeing it more and more, and, like, I don't know, like, I feel like they're a quieter one, because I guess they're not as competitive right now, but, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Tay.
1: Oh, well, okay, two things. One, I'm not surprised this is happening with the Canucks. The Canucks fucked themselves in cap space. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't have a ton of it. It's going to be, they're going to have to finagle the cap to sign both these guys to deals that are respectable to both of them. Oh, well, and so they're both
2: going short term, which is killing. They have, yeah. lucky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, number two, on the Kachuk side of things, did you guys see the interview that uh, Matt Kachuk did with Friedman and Jeff Merrick? hmm So, he basically said that I held out, my dad held out, so now Brady's going to hold out. Basically, is what he said. He's like, we got to teach Brady how to do it the Kachuk way. So, I mean, I, I see Brady signing soon. Like, it's not going to be, like, a Nylander situation no. where he doesn't sign till December. But you got to fucking show the team who's boss kind of thing. That's that's my thought, especially from the Kachuks. Like, it's a classic, like, heavyweight, like,
2: Kachuk move. That's yeah. I guess.
0: No, that's very fair.
2: I, yeah, I, I just don't understand, like a week after free agency, you you know, your team is done basically doing all the contracts, focus on your RFAs. You think you're going to get a better price a week before the season when you need this guy to sell tickets compared yeah. to a week after free agency, like it is never yeah. going to happen. No. Player has all the control and it, it's the weirdest thing. Cause they always like, you know, UFAs go instantly like quick, which I understand, you know, any team can take them, but like, you'd think RFAs follow like the next week, the next two weeks. Like like that yeah, yeah you're just opening up yourself for disaster yeah and you know then the agent starts leaking comments like hey we're getting five million dollar offers right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and then the fucking fan base rips you apart exactly yeah
2: but yeah well,
1: i mean we did we did say after free agency and vancouver signing fucking 16 players or whatever it was yeah. that they were gonna have trouble signing these two
2: Oh yeah, I mean we knew it for a long time, and I mean we knew that RFA holdouts were gonna happen. It happens every year. Like it's yeah. not gonna change. It's just yeah. very strange way to do business. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but speaking of teams getting uh, get behind the eight ball, we got we got contracts dished out uh, oh, years I'm in advance. Shitload. We got uh, we got some guys signing not even not even up mm-hmm. for renewal. I'm just gonna run through a bunch I wrote down here. Uh, Cal Peterson, three years, five million dollars to be the Kings' goalie. Uh, they gave him the starting net last year. I think by this contract, he's definitely going to keep it. Um, yeah, I agree. Quick's definitely on the decline. I think he has one year left, I believe. Yeah,
1: one year at like five point eight or something.
2: Yeah, somewhere up in the five six range. Um, but you know, Peterson's looked great. Or I think it's Peterson. Um, yeah, it is Peterson. He, he, he's looked great. I mean, hopefully, he can continue it. I got him on my fantasy team, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um Elvis Merzlikens, five years, five point four million dollars per. Uh,
1: yeah, so you know who uh Columbus wants to be their starting goalie
2: movie
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, I like this kid though. <clears throat> um yeah. He seems to be very, very like extra motivated. I already knew he was, but uh with the passing of his former teammate there, uh yeah, he he's had all, he's can like he was he was really touched by it right away. You could tell. And um he said he's playing for him. He says he wants to win a Besna for him. Yeah, I think the quote yeah. was fucking. I'm gonna win a Besna for uh, Matisse, and, and I was like, you know what? Like, I picked him in, in my in my draft race right, <laughs> as soon as I read it. I was like, good enough for me, buddy. You believe in yourself, <laughs> and right. and you you got you think you got that in you, like, and you're gonna say that, like, you know, if if I believe if you think anything, that corny crap. If you, if you believe in anything, you can do it, and. And, you know, I I think this guy's extremely motivated where he is, how the team has been going, what happened in this past year to them, to him and his buddy. So, yeah, I I believe in this guy. I I really do what he's saying.
2: Yeah, he had a really good (laughs) interview with uh, um, Aaron Portzaline, Port? something like that. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I always just, the long last names, I just have something in my head and it's just like definitely not correct, but it's just like (laughs) it's close (laughs) enough. That's how I know how to reference them. I just can't say it out loud. Um, Yeah. He had a great interview with him. It was probably like three thousand words. It took a took a while to read, but um, yeah. great uh, great interview nonetheless. Um, matching contracts signed a couple days apart. Uh, Andrei Sveshnikov and Sean Kucherov both signed eight years, seven point seven five million dollar deals. I mean, I think it's good for both players. Yeah. They're on you know they're on opposite kind of sides of their career, uh, especially yeah. like where this contract is going to lead to. But, uh, I mean, it, it's hard to see the value in both sides. I, I, think, uh, I think they're both pretty good.
1: Yeah, I love it for both players, too. Uh, Svetchenkoff is uh, potentially a star in this league who has yet to maybe prove that he can be like a point-per-game player. Um, but he's got it in him, I, I would say. And yeah. then Couturier is just fucking uh, all-around, well-rounded player, um, solid first-line center in Philly who deserves to be paid. Um, and, yeah, what a payday he got for sure.
0: Yeah, Dude, the, sw- the swagger Sveshnikov plays with, man, That the jerseys alone that guy sells with his Michigans and stuff like is actually – yeah. yeah th- that guy's a banger hockey player for, for, for 21 years old rocket number 37 like that guy's a stud like the, i'm gonna see that um his michigan on calgary in highlights for the rest of my life and, <laughs> and it always hurts but fuck was it nice like that guy is the real deal he's fun to watch and we'll be seeing him in highlights like nonstop. i'm sure
2: definitely i mean he was one of my favorite players coming out of his draft year he's been one of my favorite players since he's been on carolina got his jersey and everything um i think he's slightly overrated currently um but, it, I mean, it's, like, probably a little bit over priced for the next, like, year, maybe two years by, like, half a million. Not a lot. Uh, but the value that this could get and the reason why it's eight years is, is especially with the cap soon to go up, hopefully, uh, yeah. you're, you're not worried about him making just slightly under eight.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Big pay it is. Uh, Darnell Nurse. Eight huh. years, nine point two five million dollars per year. Yeah,
1: it's the Connor McDavid factor.
2: This is why I I hate the argument of players should take less uh, to help their teams. Yeah, McDavid doesn't take fifteen; he takes twelve and a half. Like, oh, we just freed up two and a half million dollars. There's a two and a half million dollar overpayment on Darnell Nurse, and instantly yeah. that cap is no longer used. You have to have such a good GM. And, I mean, if you're signing an eight-year deal that saves the team like $3 million per year, that GM, you have to expect to be there for all eight years, which probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. It Like, make your money when you can. You're going to sign one big contract, if you're lucky, as an NHLer.
1: Yeah, if you're a good NHLer. Your
2: your job is to get paid for your ability. The GM's job is to be able to fix fit everything under the cap. It's not your problem. Yep. And... Uh, oh boy Edmonton's got a problem now with uh, Darnell Nurse making
0: nine and a quarter
1: yeah
0: it's, what, uh, it's what are the okay what are the odds he makes that a deep like a not terrible contract is there any chance like how bad is it really like is there literally no chance he ever sniffs being like worth seven because I don't like how far off is he you I know think right he, now
2: I mean he his offense went up this year which was he's not yeah. he's He's definitely needed. The worst. I'd
1: say if he continues his pace of play that he had last year, I'd say he's maybe a million and a half overpaid, maybe maybe two
0: mm. overpaid. If he keeps it on. Um,
1: yeah, if he, if he continues to play the way he does, uh, or the way he did last year. I think what's concerning for me more so is the term 8 million 8 million or 9.25 for the next eight years like yeah. he's gonna be like 34 making nine and a half million dollars that's just it's just too much i think but we uh, saw this off season a big premium on defensemen so mm-hmm, for sure they had to lock him up otherwise he's going to ufa and somebody else is paying him that
2: yeah he's he is a defender that really isn't needed for edmonton He's a big offensive driver and a bad defensive man, yep. uh, defenseman, which seems to be what Edmonton is just stacking up on. Yeah. And like, how
0: many of these guys do they need? They got Nurse,
2: they got Barry, they got Keith. You think McDavid's he just like sick of,
0: just sick of no one skating fast? He's just like, dude, I can't do this anymore. He's just like so mad with these guys. Like, well, I don't, I don't know, like straight up, you, you see them doing suicides. Video came out like like a couple of days ago. Yeah. Suicides in camp and he's just like pretty much lapping everybody. Yeah. Well, oh, it's crazy, like, they go to the line at, like, almost the same time, and it's
2: just, like, it's two strides, and he's 10 feet in front of them. Yeah. And he's, like, I don't know, say
0: jogging, but, like, gliding.
2: Yeah. And it.
0: crazy. It, uh, I don't crazy. really think that's the reason, but, I mean, like, I could see him calling out, like, yo, we need some speed in the back or something. You know, I could see him saying something like that. And as far as I'm concerned, it's probably, it's, like, pretty much his team, right? they got to be talking to him left, right, and center. I don't know, is it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> It, I mean, does this contract help McDavid's cause <laughs> at no. all? No, you're right. No, you're right. Sorry, I guess we didn't say. I uh, No, you're right. Like I, I mean, the money, the money should should go to him. You're right because it doesn't go anywhere else that deserves it. But I mean, like they
2: do. Like they. If, they if it doesn't their... go to McDavid, you know that's how. That's when you go out and find another piece that helps. Oh, yeah, like goalie, a, like a oh, depth
0: forward. Fuck me. Like anything. Like you sign Mike Smith or? to a two-year deal. At least he's cheapish.
2: You signed Nurse to a 6x7, and I mean, it's probably still potentially an overpay. He had had this one great season where he put up great offensive numbers. The team shot 11% when he was on the ice, which is not sustainable. Um, The opponents only shot 8. That's probably going to come up to a closer
0: 9 and 10 range. I don't
2: like this deal at all.
0: But well, yeah. Like, like they said, though, there was so many defense when the the, the stock was just so high on hundred percent. So who were the other ones that got? I mean, did we go through the other ones, the big ones that got signed? I mean, we went As through a couple... them in the free agency show. Oh, right. So yeah. it was it was Wierenski Wierenski and... was the
2: next one I had to to pull up here, but, but like um,
1: Dougie sorry. made nine. Um,
0: My new game yeah, is McGarr to compare made those nine. guys. You know, and just see who's like, is everybody in that range and and where they are in that nine, 9.5, whatever. Like, we're like, you know, put them in their rank of who got the most money and then like switch them and then look up beside it. Like what rank you really think they are. And because I don't think, you know, like it's one, it's so close because I don't like none of them are worth that money. And, you know, I like I don't it's weird because they're all getting it like they're all getting it. So how can you say he really shouldn't? Right. So right now, in terms of
2: cap hits, we have Eric Carlson number one, eleven and a half. Oh, gross! Which when he signed it, I mean, it was kind fair. of fair, and they kind of had to give it to he him. He was a god, yeah. Uh, Drew Doughty's also a UFA, so yes, yeah. Um uh, Drew Doughty was making a ele- or is making eleven, which I think he's always been overrated, but he was good and he got a couple cups. Yeah, and, and we had that one like one year where guys just got paid through the moon. Yeah, for this kind of stuff, but. Anyways, into actual contracts. Um, Darnell Nurse still has one year left on his current deal. So it's actually like a nine-year deal. Um, but he will he fits in at number three. Um, I guess Wierenski will jump in to number three once his contract comes in. So it would be Wierenski three at 9.583. Then Nurse at nine and mm. a quarter. No, and
1: the- Jones first. Oh fuck! He's Where also is he, then Jones at nine. <laughs> too
0: many guys with that, one that year was left. was the other one I was forgetting was Jonesy. Pardon me, because he just yeah. got the big payday too, and he's kind of like he's kinda, they're all kind of right in the same spot. That's yeah. what's so weird. They all seem like equally not as deserving of the money. They yeah, got. which uh, is uh, what and, is so weird to me.
2: Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then we have Yossi at uh, just over nine, Hamilton at nine, Makar at nine, uh, and Suban at nine. Which you know, also another deal that didn't turn out well. But I feel like. We'll be talking Darnell Nurse into this P.K. Subban conversation.
1: Yeah, agreed.
2: Where, I mean, P.K. wasn't really worth it at the time he signed it. He was a little bit, which is kind of like Nurse, but then everything just fell apart.
0: We couldn't really yeah. see what the ceiling was, which was the weird thing. He, he was doing so well and his game seemed to be evolving always. And like as soon as he got that money, he was one of those players where like he just like teetered off into, into nothing. And he bounced around a bunch. I think the way he left Montreal was super weird. <laughs> Not a good start to to leaving everywhere. <coughs> uh, Robitussin, and then he bounced around a bunch. So, uh,
2: I mean, I would I would put him like if I was to make up some comparables to him, I would put him in the Weber, Spurgeon, Ekblad, Letang, Vlasic kind of range. Yeah, and that's seven to seven point seven. Uh, Hedman's also yeah. there, but I'm not i'm not including <laughs> that contract that's not
1: and Ben should be making 10
3: yeah
2: um but yeah the fact that he's getting more than like dougie hamilton is a straight joke yeah, yeah. I agree. um
0: see there it is
2: and like instantly that should be the we can't go above this
0: dougie hamilton's
2: making nine making as, a, this as much as a number one defenseman in a porous defensive
0: free agency market he could have gone anywhere he signed for nine million i really yeah. don't understand how it happens I really don't... I don't get, like, how the money ends up being that much for these guys. Yeah, and they're like, all... Yeah, you can't
2: really use, like, a Makar as a comparable because, you know, Makar's an RFA. didn't have much yeah. rights. Signed for nine, so you can't really use that. But, like, a Dougie Hamilton, Alex Petrangelo, both top defensemen going into a UFA class where there wasn't much defense with either of them. Yeah. And they signed for 8.8 and 9. And, yeah. like, how is a, is a year out from a dude as a UFA... Are you giving this guy nine and change? Ken Holland is stupid. Ken Holland is the most overrated GM because he built a team without the cap era. And yeah. since the caps come in, he's look at the contracts he signed in Detroit. You see that the thing that Eisner had to take over? He had to deal with yeah. so much shit. And that's Ken Holland. And he's like, oh, you know what? He was great in 2 like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. He was great when he didn't have to worry about the money he was spending.
2: Yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, we can go to the next one. Uh, Zach Werenski signed six years, nine point five eight three million. Another one, kind of like Jones. You know, they both got overpaid.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't hate it for Werenski, mostly because Columbus needs him to stay there. Exactly, and, uh, yeah, and they have I mean, the money.
2: Yeah, so, that's that was the thing, right? Like he's, Columbus, he's Columbus won. can't overpay because they have to, and they got to try and keep the guy. Yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> there there is a video of. Wronski uh, on the golf course, and he said he got a call from an agent, his agent, sorry, uh, while he was laying in bed, and he just answered, and he's like, "Z, you got to sign this." <laughs> he got no choice. He's like, "Okay, sounds good."
3: <laughs> he's like, yeah, "You're
0: not gonna funny. get anything else," and he's like, "Okay." So my ten percent is yeah. looking real good yeah. right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got this offer, bought a new boat, so you really need to Ooh. sign this deal.
0: <laughs> Kid needs braces, let's go. Um, (laughs) I'm currently sitting in the bank chair waiting for a guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Probably went just like that.
2: Yeah. Um, Last one to round out the defenseman. Colton Pareko signs an eight-year, $6.5 million deal. There's one more after that. Okay. Almost (laughs) rounded it out. We're on the final turn. Um, Pareko is... If he can get back to the way he played in his, like third and fourth seasons it's great Uh, but since he's had a few surgeries he's fallen off pretty hard like in the last year and two years so we'll see I think six and a half could be very much worth it I'm not entirely sure how much like value they get like if if Pareko like fully pans out I'm not sure how much higher than the 6.5 he's going to be worth that's my only concern like he could go down to like a two and a half, three million dollar defenseman. But I don't yeah. see him going up to like a nine. Yeah, I
0: agree. So
2: he's, eight years is scary. Six and a half's not too bad. Do it on like a three or four year deal.
0: He's sort of turning one of those players because like the biggest thing you see I, I see about him is kinda of like his size and strength. Yeah. That's, like one of the biggest things where are like, you know, he's a six six guy. And then like I know he's good in locker rooms that whole uh, run you saw it, yeah, good on and off the ice. Um I know he was like he's all over the community, this guy, so Uh, I don't know, like, he's got, there's a lot of value there, but to me, he's one of those guys who it's like, it's a lot less about the scale, and it's kind of becoming like, he's a good Myers, like, you know, he's a nice, big-ass body that... Yeah, and I mean, he's good defensively,
2: um, but like I said, since the surgery, so, just looking at his, his goals against, or expected goals against, uh, in 2016, 17, 17, 18, and 18, 19, his three best years, um... He was at minus eight and a half, minus eight and a half, and minus twelve point eight expected goals or sorry, percentage uh expected goals against, which, you know, if you're a defenseman in your own end, you want to be in the minus, you're reducing expected goals. Uh in the last two years, he was minus 0.6% and minus 4.1%. Uh, and this year he only played 32 games. So basically a half season he got minus four percent. And then the offense, uh, he had one season where he was plus six point four percent, which is good. The last three seasons, minus three and a half, minus two, and minus two. <clears throat> so, I mean, like like I said, we'll see. We'll see if he can come off the surgeries. But, I mean, he's 28, coming off of multiple surgeries, signing an eight-year deal. Yeah. yeah. With, I think, one year left. Doesn't he?
1: Potentially. I'm not sure.
2: I'm not entirely sure, but I think not he does, a great I, deal I think he does have one year left. No, uh, no yeah, it's five and a half. He's got five and a half this year, then signs an eight-year deal, which will put him to 37. Yeah. Which is a lot of certainty when a guy's coming off a couple, couple uh, surgeries. A couple uh, shoulder surgeries? Couple, a couple surgeries of uh, nah. <laughs> certain body <laughs> A stern body parts.
0: couple surgeries.
2: <laughs> um,
1: uh, one more defenseman. Yeah. Or, unless you want to talk about Perico, Ty.
0: Uh, no, no, I'm good. That's it. I'm cool. good. I'm done.
1: Uh, Rasmus Dahlin signed. A oh right, yeah. Three oh, year, $6 Buffalo million deal. How much uh, was this, right? Three years here. at six million a year. So not bad. Nice little bridge no. deal for for the previous, super
0: appropriate uh, number one. Yeah, yeah, I think super is, appropriate deal. How the fuck did that happen? Very fair. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Can we segue yeah. into the other person they signed for? Big Big Skrilla. They get
2: uh, they get doctoral rights in there. If you're gonna go for a surgery, we call it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> it's on there no more of this horse shit like yeah. right now um you you're you your shoulders to us um yeah. <laughs> uh yeah but they also sign i just have to because i thought it was so much money another young guy uh casey middlestat gets paid
2: yeah it was like a three-year two million dollar deal or something like S- it, two and a Middlestad?
0: half Middlestat? yeah se- i saw seven no, dude. No, <laughs> seven total, I think. Yeah, seven and a half. Oh, I, I, I was like, it. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! And then, I, and then I saw him. I saw him. Is he like first line? I've been talking Wrong, to myself yeah. about this in my head like forever. I was like, how the fuck is he? I just think they're straight out to lunch. I was so excited to talk about it. <laughs> fuck me! Well, classic fumble. That's preseason, funny. you're all good. Yeah, preseason. The, the minus apparently. ones don't
2: count when the season starts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, they, they got, got to play in Mike... 2C two, two behind Cousins. Yeah, 2C. But I remember being like, how the fuck that money? But yeah, I Which guess is, I just yikes. It wrong. But, you know, that's so funny. Well, then good for him. Nice little two and a half mil. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know they
2: were. <laughs> I was like, Oops. who did
0: they sign to a huge
2: ticket? Like,
0: Yeah, the way you guys <laughs> were looking at me, I was like, someone take I, it. I thought that was a good to like, <laughs> they
1: signed Jeff Skinner like three years yeah, ago. Was to gonna a say. horrible deal, but. <laughs>
0: no this one's not uh, that bad then it's a nice prove yourself how are you the uh yeah. the
2: last deal I have listed is Joel Farabee of the flyer signing six yep. years five million dollar deal it could turn into great value i think right now he's probably not worth five million but maybe like four um so that's why you get the six years it, you you hope for you know slightly below in the first year and then you kind of hit it the second year and then three to six are all surplus and I think he's yeah. got the kind of he definitely fits the Flyers. Yeah, big time. He's a, he's a solid Flyers player. Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah, I got another contract signing for you. Beautiful. Oh, I didn't oh, go yeah. over
2: most of the RFA guys that we hadn't talked about, so that's probably where I'm gapping yeah. on here.
1: Five years, $9 million a year, oh. Mr. Kirill Capriza.
2: Dude, we're not fucking sure about
1: it. Yeah, yeah uh, that was scary for a bit here, fellas. We weren't sure where he was going. That was what getting was weird. Do. Yeah, but, but uh, it's nice to see him sign with the Wild and get a get a, a half decent term deal and great AAV, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I mean think, it, I it's, think it's g- good for both.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think there's no complaints. Also uh like you see the like like Mike was t- like st- was talking about, pardon me. Uh he signs like in good time. He didn't hold out yeah. too long, did he? No. He like kind of appropriately came back when it was time to get to work. He didn't really he was was he late? I don't think he was late to camp. Nope. Nope. No. No. No, seeing see and like yeah, I'd like to see a lot more of that. I get I get the wait and stuff, even maybe like a few days or a week, but I think that's a lot more, especially like a guy in his position or Chuck's position, his is a different story, but I just mean like when you're on a team that's really that's really moving forward and taking a lot of steps all at once and and you are on the up. Uh last season was good, uh and they're bringing you back with big money like and they're trying to. I think it's appropriate to to show up.
2: Exactly. I mean, like, RFA contracts don't get done because there's no deadline. So there's no, like, end point that is really you have to get done by, unless you have arbitration rights, which then they get done. But, I mean, they both, you know, both sides kind of flared their their advantages and, and kind of gave a little doubt to the other side. And then they both said, okay, cool, let's get to a number. And then they kind of just work towards it, and now it's signed. Like, fucking just do that all the time. You're like, goddamn.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense to me. I thought it was a good look. I was really happy to see it was done so quickly. Uh, mm. Yeah, that was that was good. I'm, I'm happy. What was, what was you said? It was 9 mil, 5 years? Yeah, 5 years, 9 mil. 5 million. years, 9 mil, yeah. Yeah, good for him. Fuck yeah. How about Krill? One last contract. This is the weirdest thing. Zach
2: Brees, signed with the Islanders. We still have no idea what the cap is. <laughs> He's in training camp fucking yeah. playing games. No idea what his cap hit is. What do you mean? We, we okay. Nobody knows. The Islanders are just so fucking <laughs> stingy with giving out
1: news that nobody knows. Any. Literally nobody <laughs> knows what Brise signed. signed
2: to. They they didn't even announce his signing. He was just practicing somewhere with Islanders gear and then showed up to training camp and like, yeah, we're going to have a media uh, availability for Zach Brise. And they're like, i guess he's signed <laughs> and nobody knows the details it I, be fucking 50 million dollars and it's just I like was, yeah, we're over the cap but you know
0: no, nobody I, knows i wish everybody could see mike's eyes when he says that to us nobody knows nobody like knows. stack guy <laughs> potts is like beside himself about this one because <laughs> he needs his he needs his fucking numbers god damn it yeah. this is the kryptonite here that is funny I, that's crazy that's that's an odd one like when are we gonna know because, I mean, they kind of can't to... play. He can't play without us not knowing, right? That's funny that they can keep it that secret. Yeah. Like, what a fucking team. Is that... Uh, You said the Islanders, right? Yeah. That's... uh Oh, my God. Who's the GM? Lou. Lou Amorant. Yeah, that's fucking him. Yeah. That's him and his, like... Nobody else can pull this shit. Yeah, like, that's gotta be him, dude. He keeps it that quiet. That's crazy. Give me your cell phones. You don't get them back until... <laughs> Like, yeah, this till, guy's... Till opening night. He just, like, puts him in a chest <laughs> with, like, an Islander's key and puts it in his coat. And then he goes, shave your face. And he gets yeah. out of the aisle. Like, that's, <laughs> this guy is nuts, man. That's kind of cool. Oh well, God, yeah. No.
1: I mean, you talk about, talk about fucking nuts. He, he signed, like, three or four UFAs, like, at UFA time. And then didn't announce it
2: for, like, six weeks. Yeah, they didn't announce it until... Five days before rookie camp and they're like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. Bavillier
0: signed, Siddiquis is signed, like fucking all these guys. Yeah,
1: like, Mary signed, Sorokin yeah, right. signed. I, yeah. was like, <laughs> I was like,
0: What? I mean I'm I'm beginning to be such a believer in this guy. Like the the longer <laughs> it goes on, Jesus, man. Like I like the teams, like I've never liked them, but Jesus, they they're doing a lot of things right all the time.
1: Yeah, teams team's looking good this year too.
0: Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. So
2: I think that's most of the news we have done mm. Jordan Cairo
1: uh, and Robert Thomas both signed identical deals 2.8 by 2. Sorry, I just right. wanted to throw that out there.
2: Um, the last thing I have is just got to send a condolences to the family, friends, teammates of Jimmy Hayes, uh, yeah. passed away at the beginning of this month, I think. Um, no idea how um just celebrated his kid's second birthday i think and found dead in his basement that night basically um you know you, you see the guys that are loved and you know everybody's got stories coming out about him and yeah one of those and, guys you, you know he didn't even play for any of my teams so i feel like i know the guy like yeah. through all the things he did like the charity work the you know through the through the trenches like he didn't he didn't get it for publicity he kind of just stories are coming out of what he did um but no acknowledgement when it happened uh and then obviously all the stories of him in the locker room and his, his post career career with with his podcast and um just such a down-to-earth kind of guy and you know always always cared about what other people were were doing and and uh and going through instead of dealing with his own stuff yeah uh, but man just uh to leave behind his wife and, and two super young boys. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, definitely condolences to his family, friends. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, you just way too young. He was like 31 or 32 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's yeah, it's brutal. Heartbreaking yeah. for sure. And uh, like you said, just a force in the community and uh, will be missed for sure.
0: Yeah. all the stories coming out have been have been crazy like anyone anyone who's in tune with the hockey world really loves or is passionate about it was has probably seen one or two even like quotes and there was a lot going around a lot of stories a lot of articles and a lot of things said and anytime i saw anything about this guy or his brother actually uh they were both they're both such like they're always they're all about laughs and happy and like you know the the attitude and the the vibe they brought anytime you heard them you knew right away like they were just going to be joking around and, and and nothing but laughs and and uh yeah uh they're gonna he's gonna be missed for sure and and uh i'm really feel, i really feel for kevin it's got to be yeah it's his, be so, so yeah, hard
2: yeah his speech at the at the funeral and everything was 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 super touching like yeah yeah i mean how he's a role model to not just him but like basically everybody in their little sis uh, in their little um like town in boston and and kind of be like, oh, look at Jimmy Hayes! He, you know played for the Bruins. Like that was the biggest thing for like yeah. so many of those kids. I I'm super happy that Keith Yandle signed with the the Flyers this year. Yeah, because like Kevin Kevin's support. best
0: friend. Yeah, uh,
2: like if he ever needs anything, he's just like across the locker room. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and awesome. it's it it's super unfortunate, but it's like it's like that Elvis thing, like. I look at these players and it's like, it's a crossroads. It's got to be like mentally and and in your career. Like it's a lot to deal with, but, uh, we've seen it before in all kinds of sports. Some people can really turn this into some, into some, some crazy things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a rally. It's a, yeah, I, I believe in this guy too. And, and I'm, I'm excited to see what he does because I know he's got a lot in him. He's a great player and, uh, he's just playing for a lot right now. I know it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, I think that's all the news. Uh, yeah. I had
1: a couple couple other quick ones to throw out there. Uh, first of all, the Yotes have officially changed their logo to the Kachina right. logo.
0: Yeah, the Kachina uh, so home be and away. Kachina yeah, home
1: and away for, for them. I, I love it. It looks sharp for sure. Yeah. So, um, home's not
0: white, is it? That'd be no. awful. Okay. <laughs> no. Heads no. yeah.
1: up. Uh, and then I kind of wanted to talk about artemi panarin and not wanting to be the new york rangers captain i want to get your guys' thoughts on that he, he said in a, a media release uh I think last week when they did the the whole nhl media release and stuff um that he wasn't the guy to be the, the captain he didn't want it he thought there were other deserving players mm-hmm. in the in the locker room to to be it and that people are going to listen to him uh, no matter what, whether he has a, a letter on his chest or not, and he thinks that uh, somebody else deserves it better than him. Yep. So I just wanted to know what you guys thought.
2: I love that he said that. I think it yeah. takes a special breed of player to be able to not only be an NHLer, but to be able to uh, captain a team. It comes with so many extra responsibilities. Not just he's our best player; he's gonna wear a C. Yeah. Like you have to basically be on nonstop. Um, you gotta. Get the boys going if they need it. And, you know, in the darkest times, you got to be the one to step up and talk. Um, even outside the organization, you're going to be the one that's the community leader, the community face, uh, face of the franchise. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Panarin knows him better than, knows himself better than anybody else, right? Like, he knows he's not a vocal guy in the locker room. And I think he's perfectly suited with an A. You yeah, know, he, 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 he's a leader, but he doesn't. Uh, you know he's not the the talking point kind of guy in the locker room and just goes it and and shows an example on the ice but um doesn't doesn't uh maybe warrant the char- characteristics of a a C which doesn't put anything away from him. No, like no, it doesn't at all. knock him That's down right. at all. It's just you know you got to be that kind of guy to to be a captain.
0: If the wrong thing happens at the wrong time for example like rant, like you know are you going to you have to stay like a captain has to be in a problem on the ice like uh, helping it right away or like yeah. or talking about like literally everyone not to mention like you said it's is new york this is madison square garden yeah. this is like the fucking show this is broadway like uh it's a huge deal to be a captain here there's been some absolute greats and like yeah if you, it, he, he's a, he knows his role as a player and it's a big yeah. one and he and he does a great job but i don't think he's going to be tossing the gloves if he sees something wrong and running this guy and like, and be, being in the mix of everything because he's he's just not... He's he's a great player, but he's not well-rounded like that. You know, his leadership yeah. is in other areas for sure. So, yeah, good for him, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would agree. No for qualms sure. with it at all.
0: Cool. All right. Okay, uh, yo, do we a couple things, man. We're, we're done with all the news. What about Evander Kane? Oh, oh shit. Fuck. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. I got like three or four things here, man. um So, okay, Evander Kane catastrophe folks the guy the guy's accused by his estranged quotations wife um uh for kicking him out or kicking her out and mistreating uh her and her her daughter her daughter and her like not born yet daughter i believe i think she's pregnant with one no I think I think she was referencing when she was pregnant. With oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I beg your pardon. I think Um So that kind of starts this whole thing. I think that we haven't covered any of this, have we? No. Ha- no, none. So like fucking crazy. Uh yeah, like tell me what I'm missing. Uh she she accuses him of betting on his games and uh, which is the biggest hockey. thing. Betting on hockey, throwing betting games. and purposely throwing games. Yeah. Um and just being having a huge gambling problem, the things with the family, and he comes out says it's pretty much all bogus, no? Yeah. yeah that was what went yeah. down, and that uh, it's all crap. And uh, NHL does a full investigation, goes on for about a month and a half, I want to say. Um, he was doing like one-on-one interviews. They weren't the longest thing, but I watched that. Uh, and yeah, it's weird. Yeah. He just totally, totally, denies everything. Nothing's true. He says. Um, uh, and when it, when it's all coming out, a bunch of the players are saying they don't really want to be on the team with them, Like something like nine or fifteen yeah. players. Said they didn't want him around. A couple big names I heard. Uh, I think Hurdle might have been amongst them. Um, yeah. They just want a reason to get off the Sharks. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, like, I, I look closely at this because I was just, like, it was just, it was so juicy. And, like, Kane's always been this troubled guy. You kind of heard a lot of rumors about him and this gambling stuff. I uh, yeah, wanted yeah, to see how wow. true it was, if it was that true. I mean, he's, um, he's the only thing he's not denying,
2: He has, he's had a big gambling problem. Yeah. I mean, he's filed for bankruptcy. Because uh, he owed millions of dollars in, in different casinos. casinos and stuff like yeah. that, so that's the like the one thing he's like, yeah. I mean, I had a gambling problem, um, but yeah, I mean, his family stuff we can kind of leave that to family matters. That's yeah. nothing we really need yeah, to get no, into. Yeah, no, it's kind of just like
0: this was the, what the statement was.
2: The the betting on hockey and betting on the NHL is is the main problem, obviously. In terms, but they of said
0: they said the hockey. They closed the investigation though. Like, they concluded it. They said he's, he, they finished, the NHL has finished their investigation as of, like, four days ago, and they found nothing. That he found on NHL. Yeah, that's what's confused me, because, like, he's clean. They're saying he's good. And that's why, like, it was, that's new news to me. Like, that's within a few days. But I read that he was, that the NHL was, I think it was, like, Puck Empire or something posted it. That he was, yeah, clear of all, NHL cleared him. Yeah, no evidence
2: of gambling on league games uncovered. Investigation into separate allegations of wrongdoing ongoing, which is probably just a family things. But that's okay. I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm it's surprised. One, <laughs> one, one big bullet dodged. And I mean, like when you have a gambling addiction or any addiction, it's pretty hard. It's it, it's uncontrollable. That's why it's an addiction. Yeah, it would not have surprised me if he chucked a couple bucks on his games or no, know, any not at other all. games the one thing that like almost like, if I didn't know that the one thing that had me convinced is he did an interview. Why don't I want an interview? I don't know who she was that was leading the interview, but, um, she's basically like, you know, point blank asking him, which obviously he's going to say no. Like he's not going to be like, Oh yeah, actually. Um, yeah. But the one thing that like almost made me convince myself that he was doing it is anytime she asked her the question, he would look her in the eyes and say, "You know, whatever the answer is." She yeah. asked specifically NHL games, Sharks games, and if he threw games, and those three answers, he looked away as he answered.
0: He was like, "He was well, like, yeah." How, how old was the interview? Do you know? Oh, uh, it was
2: like two weeks. ago. Two weeks ago. ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the
0: recent one that was because uh, I think I watched it too, and I, I he just looked guilty to me. The, the whole yeah, his, the, the his eyes whole, would go away as he was
2: answering, and it was very which i mean that's a number one like detective thing is like the eyes well, they, they don't want to look you in the face and lie to you so they yeah quickly peer
0: away and look at something
2: else and that's what i yeah. thought i was like okay i think we got something here
0: i, but, I when i was i was watching it it's and it, it felt so intense when she was like the way she's reading it out and how yeah like and then the way he's sitting there badass haircut nice new fade like big diamond earrings or whatever and he's like <laughs> yeah. you know like typical like and a bad boy and he's fucking sitting there and, and uh and when when he was answering, and he was and he was denying everything, I'm I'm just I was glued. I was like, I, I was like, oh like, wait, come on, slip up. What's he gonna say? What am I gonna see? And then I, I just felt like I just felt didn't didn't feel good about it. I felt like he was guilty. And when he like denied everything, I was like, you know, next time I see him in an interview like this, if I do, it'll be dead on Oprah. Like it'll yeah. be so <laughs> deep in shit. If he's in another one of these, it'll be like. Like, so bad. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's not what I thought. And when I saw he was cleared, uh, I was really surprised, and we'll see where it goes from here. I guess he just plays now, hey? Tough titty for all his teammates, and he just goes out there and...
2: Yeah, I mean, unless they find some sort of, like, domestic cause or, you know, like, domestic abuse that kicks him off the team. Like, he has no wrongdoing right now in terms of, you know, NHL-wise.
0: So, I mean, there's no reason to have him not there. It was just the way everybody was like oh yeah i know this guy's got problems and like the things i was reading like from his teammates and i couldn't really get names off them but it just was all say his teammates and i was just like okay yeah i kept thinking like you know everything points to, to shit creek here but yeah i guess he's gonna play i don't really know how it's gonna how it's gonna play out and i'm sure it'll be a car wreck but we'll be watching for that uh what else do i have here okay this is hilarious man <laughs> Fucking Tony D'Angelo, Phony D'Angelo, obviously signed with Carolina this year after his shit season last year and that crazy oh, buyout. Yeah. Um he signs with Carolina for one mil. I'm like flipping through my newsfeed one day and WWE has posted like or has like has made a new character and his name is Tony D'Angelo yeah. and he's like an Italian mobster and he just looks like a big grease ball with like with like a funny like a funny Italian hat on and he just looks and he talks all funny and I was like oh my god and and he's just supposed to be a big dirt bag and, I, yeah. and the, the headline and the thing was like not knowing completely not knowing that he's like this big NHL story and I was like oh man it fits perfectly so that's fucking hilarious I hope I get some good. Some good uh, quotes from, him and I can stick them in the pod. Some good sound bites, because that'd be just too funny if you said something hilarious. Um, man,
1: how how funny would it be if the WWE came out with like <laughs> a goaltender character to fucking smash Tony D'Angelo? Him <laughs> or if he like him. came on the
0: show? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Oh, just for the and I'd be all over it with this show. Like, I just... yeah, that'd be funny. I honestly, I, almost, I don't believe that they didn't know. I when I was reading it, I was like, "This is not real." And then yeah. I clicked the video, and I was like, "No way!" Like this little video intro for them. Um, so that was funny. Well, oh, yeah, and then one more. I, I quickly wanted to. We were rolling earlier, so I didn't want to interrupt us. Uh, the The Vancouver Canucks, man. I saw so much stuff. Um, probably because we're so close, all over my phone about uh, about their like their first like bag skate, their first like bit of training camp. I saw Pod Colson was sitting by Connor Garland, the new guy. Is that right? Yeah. And Garland is just yakking on the ice, like on all fours. I guess they were just bag skating. Yeah. And then, um, sounds like they're going pretty tough on the boys. Uh, Yolavi, like, just look, they look like bags Dead of in the shit. Corner. They yeah, look like, yeah. they look so bad. And I was seeing so much. I saw, like, the fourth thing I saw, they were all videos. I was like, okay. And they're all, like, new guys. And I was like, um, I was like, Uh, like uh, Oliver Ekman Larson was like the last guy skating looked like he was absolutely dying and I just kept thinking like man looks just like Louis like Bottom of the barrel shit. Like, I, and I didn't even think he'd look that bad, but it was, just wasn't a good look. I felt so bad for Pod Colson because that's exactly how I feel he'd be. Just like yeah. <laughs> the rubbing the guy's back. He's just standing there, in moral support, while guys just like straight yakking on the ice. I feel it looks like a shit show. I can't tell yeah. what level it is over there, but if they're not that's, even yeah. signing people and they, and their new guys all look like this, I don't know. I, I put it looks like Pod Colson's still on his side. That guy's got the heart of a line, it sounds like. So, that's great. That's a great look right off the bat, but I don't know. It's, it's, I get more and more worried that many videos is, it can't be a good thing. I guess is I'm, what I'm getting at.
2: I'm, I'm pretty opposite of what you think. I like a lot of teams do this. They go crazy bags, skate first day training camp, just to kind of set some boundaries and, and, and guidelines of where players are. Mm-hmm. Um, but every year there's a couple of guys, like I remember the abs a couple years ago, Martin Kelt was passed out on the ground basically. and, it was like national news about this this first rounder just you know can't get up and he's lying on the ice after a bag skate and I would much prefer my guys to be dead on the ground than like finish the bag skate and be like all right guys what's next and they finish like third last mm-hmm. you know and I mean there's uh, another thing I can think of is all these guys are new guys they didn't know the exact oh, from pace and shit. <laughs> they didn't know the exact pace of Travis Screen's training camp. And what to expect. So they just went balls to the walls too quick. Yeah. And now that, you know, you're like, okay, now we got a bag skate where it's like, oh, I can go pretty fast the first two laps. And then the next like 12 laps, they're, they're gassed. Cause like you, a Levy, I don't, he must've been in a, like one or two training camps, but last year there was really no training camp. So he wouldn't have been in last year's. So he's pretty new Garland, OEL, uh, pod colson they're all new guys to this training camp. So that's like the only thing I can think of. I I don't. Yeah. I don't find it like as like basically. I kind of just brush it off. I don't. Uh, I don't take anything as a concern uh, for seeing guys like winded in training camp. Coaches push them hard first day. Guys either come out too early or it, it's hardly ever an actual conditioning problem. Um, yeah. And if, if it
1: was it, a conditioning problem, they would have like. It would have made news at this point that oh, this player's not up to snuff. Like he maybe failed his physical, or maybe his like conditioning wasn't up to par yeah. with the rest of the team, or whatever.
2: And they do so many off-ice things before, like the the day before the actual first day of training camp. They do all of, like the O2 tests and you know, the bike tests, and so they know exactly how conditioned these guys are. A bag skate where you you know take it too hard at the beginning is not going to be a a surprise. Yeah. you know like if garland maybe he's like the best guy in their office conditioning so they know he's conditioned it's just he took it too hard the first couple laps and yacked out the rest the- <laughs> so i mean i yeah it's it was definitely kind of funny watching the videos i don't take them
0: i've just never seen concern. that many dead bodies like i've seen the odd like oh this guy couldn't do it or no, like for you know, sure. there was there was a bag skate day one that's like regular stuff but i was like I couldn't believe how many names I saw. Like, I wouldn't have said anything the first or second or third video. But yeah. when I got to the fourth, I was like, Are they okay? Like, it's apparently, like yeah. they're, they're getting slapped around right now by the media. And like, nobody else is. I'm sure there's other bag skates out there.
2: Apparently, Travis Green's um, training camp is A deadly. Yeah. Like, horrific stuff. That's I'm pretty weird. sure the Canucks do the grouse grind, like, their last day training camp as well. They, like, yeah. sprint it.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> like, fair. I, I remember thinking that, there, that there's
2: like savages there and hearing that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you'd rather get them in the snuff and, you know, vomiting day one no, of training camp than in February when, you know, the conditioning is definitely down. So, yep.
0: Yeah. No, it makes sense. When, when you're when you a bottom of the league team, like stuff like that's definitely going to happen Yeah. Um They were talking to Jack Hughes about his brother's play and like the criticism that he's facing this year and what he thinks about it. And he was like, yeah, when you play on one of the, quote unquote, when you play on one of the worst teams in the league, that's bound to happen to anybody. So <laughs> that, that's pretty hilarious. That was, a, that was a couple days ago. I also want to uh. point out, just because they got a nice picture of Jack, just, or sorry, uh, Quinn, the Canuck one, just fucking, just looking like so unhappy. And I got to admit, I see these brothers like together all the time now, or just in general when you see them they're all smiling except for this guy i think as long as i've ever seen him like this kid this i haven't seen him smiling the funniest thing is when they're together like it's like two of them are like ear to ear fucking lit up and then the other guy just looks like he cries every night and um my last one that i got here was just uh the women's women's gold medal we didn't hit that did we
2: no i don't think so man it was so long ago it yeah i know like... but
0: it just i it did all happen uh gold, gold medal won by canada obviously in um in a in dramatic fashion and i hope he didn't hit it but uh oh, no we must no, we, we must didn't. enough but uh um that one girl close. i don't know her name i'm so sorry she she snapped her leg in the celebration oh yeah uh
2: like, well, that's kind
0: of a story there <laughs>
2: Uh, I, got, I got She it came back somewhere. out to celebrate too. Yeah, the Incredible. smile on her face
0: is just timeless, eh? She's uh, like, but... this is so
2: embarrassing. She's like in a stretcher. She's coming back on the ice. It's like, come on. You're like, you're it looks like nervous.
0: she's telling her teammates. Kind of like she can't believe it and they yeah. can't believe it. But obviously they're celebrating bigger things. Uh, yeah, they won an uh, overtime goal, I think, scored by the girl. Didn't she tie, the, tie it up as well? And It was... Uh, and it was their uh, captain. Oh, I'm so bad at their names. Boulin? I know I have it here somewhere.
1: Marie-Philippe Boulin?
0: Yeah, you nailed it. It's... Man. Damn close, okay. if not. Um, yeah, so. I'm pretty sure. And, like, I, I just read, like, all the big goals she done in the past, like, couple years. What a star, man. She closes out all the biggest games for Canada. Good for her. OT Snipe walks in and and, uh, and rips it. And, yeah, just this girl, uh, Snapper leg. It was Blair Turnbull. And it, um, yeah. And, yeah, she was just an absolute beauty. Great, hot Canadian moment there. And I think that's all I got for news, boys. Sorry for going off. Um, yeah, I mean,
2: as before we get into our last uh, little segment, we'll Decisive part of the show. Um, quick rundown of what we're doing the next couple of weeks. In the next two shows, we'll either do, uh, we'll have one prediction show for you know divisions, points, uh, awards, kind of like we did before last season, and uh, we'll also be doing a hoser's trivia show. I'm gonna be hosting a, a trivia ever. show with the two the two other co-hosts and two of our buddies are gonna be hopping on, and um, it should be fun. It's not gonna be like a typical t- trivia show. It's gonna be you know, a lot of fun, a lot of quirky questions, and not like, oh, you need to know your nineteen fifty nine Montreal Canadiens to be successful in Thank this. God, you could basically be a pretty fringe level hockey hockey fan. Perfect. Uh, find enjoyment in this and be able to answer the questions. So, um that You're one answer
1: like Jeopardy?
2: No, 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 I'd get them all wrong. Um, <laughs> that that one we may live stream as well, so people because there's gonna be a bit of a video component as well. Uh, so we might live stream that one and then obviously post it as well to to the podcast, but, um, check out for that. We're just trying to figure out dates on when the other guys can join. So we're not too sure if that'll be next week, um, or the week after, but the prediction show will be the other week. So look forward to all that. Um, before we hop into the, the rankings of what we're doing here, uh, one last shout out to all the medalists at the Olympics. We kind of started by touching on the Olympics, but, uh, A lot of things happened after our last recording. Canada Women's Soccer won gold. Uh, Canada Women's Softball won bronze. Uh, A lot of golds and bronzes and silvers and swimming, but those are the two main team ones. Um, But congrats to all of them. Everybody who even went, congrats. Um, Big stuff.
1: I got uh, one more hockey news, NHL news. Uh, Segment here. Uh, Not segment, just point uh january 28th 2022 mark this on your calendar fellas uh the king henrik longquist his number Mm. will be retired in new york nice Uh,
2: pretty cool oh that'll Um, be nuts also cool fact about that they're playing minnesota so zuccarello gets to be in the building
1: oh that's incredible
2: yeah crazy that's
1: so cool he better take the fucking ceremonial face off
2: (laughs) against king henrik
1: yeah. <laughs> no, Henrik will drop it. Yeah, he'll drop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we got one one last S- thing we're going over. Eh?
2: Speaking of good goalies. <laughs> nice. Wow. Good sign. Um, oh shit. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we got we got all our predictions coming in the next two weeks. Uh we thought we would go into our top ten goalies entering this season. Um it's I mean, no matter how we put it, there's not really a list that anybody can agree to. So yeah. there'll be a few opinions coming out here, but um, we'll quickly run through it and uh, we gonna we'll get have, out of here. We're,
1: sorry, we're going to post this on Instagram too, right? Yeah, we'll also post to all of our lists
2: uh, on Instagram as well. Cool. Um, we can start with number 10 each, uh, but... Oh, God. Man, what are my numbers here? Okay, cool. Um, a quick honorable mention. I did not list them. I had them at 10, but then I realized I forgot a goalie when Taylor mentioned his name. Um, I had Carter Hart at 10 private uh, previously. I think he's going to come back this year, but he dropped to 11 for me. Fair enough. Um, But my number 10 goalie entering this season. So this is just for this season. So not looking five years down the road to prospects or anything like that. Just for this season. um, Number 10, I have Carey price. Nice. Nice. I don't believe his playoff performance will stick as in. Look at the rest of his last five years. But I think it's a bit of a disservice to not listen to the top 10. So uh,
0: he's my number 10.
1: Fair enough. You want me to go, Ty?
0: No, I got I got a 10, I think. <laughs> I, I <laughs> I'm got, a little... <laughs>
1: I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Okay. Uh, my number 10 uh, is from the Nashville Predators, UC Sorrows. boy.
0: Ty? Okay, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going with the boy. I'm going with uh, Jacob Markstrom nice that whole team's pissed Dude. about last year and uh this guy i think still still wants to prove himself and, and like i don't know i think everybody's got to after that year goalie goalie especially and they got a new backup uh in in darth ladder in the back there so uh maybe he can apply he can apply some pressure and and um and maybe maybe there'll be a dust for that spot who knows but i think he's got to come up big this year and he'll be looking to with the with the flames again with the same team pretty much perfect
2: do you want to start with number perfect. nine
0: uh yeah sure I had uh, Mark Andre Fleury.
2: Wow nice all right.
0: Yeah like I I don't know I think I think he doesn't have to play the full season over there in Chicago. I think Chicago is gonna have a new lease on life. We kind of didn't really touch on that but yeah uh, Mark Andre Fleury wasn't sure if he was gonna play this season once he was traded to Chicago. He was talking about maybe maybe hanging him up, being done and uh, and within a week he seemed to turn it all around. Um, we saw him in the threads for the first time, and looking at their, all, the, all the other acquisitions on the team, I think this team's got something to prove. They got Kaner in the end of his good years, and uh, I, I couldn't stop going off about Kane last year, so I can't wait to see what that team does this year. So I'm, I'm saying, watch for him, Fleury's got something to prove. Perfect. Uh,
1: I yeah. had uh, Seattle's own Mr. Philip Grubauer, he's not Seattle's own, but but no,
0: but uh, now. now I
1: think I think Seattle's gonna surprise some, some teams this year, I think uh because of how poor the Pacific division is, they're going to come out with a, a few wins that maybe they shouldn't have otherwise. Um, and Grubauer is going to stay healthy and, and do well for them this year.
2: Perfect. Yeah, I agree. Pacific's going to be weak, so there's a lot of opens. Um, I have <clears throat> Simeon Varlamov as my number nine. Tay, you want to start for eight? <laughs> we, yeah. We can run through sure. this pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> uh, I went with the guy that Mike just said, Simeon Varlamov. Uh, I think yeah new york is uh gonna be a good team so
0: Ty. all right yeah um i'm gonna go with it's going sound crazy it's one of those one of those picks for ty oh, i'm boy. going with peter mrazik all right interesting yeah because in my heart i really think he's gonna go for that top spot um i don't i think campbell was 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 really approved for a short amount of time and i think that it doesn't take long for Toronto to lose faith in anybody. They got another goalie fresh that they're paying good money in the back there. So I think there's a really good chance he gets a, sh- a good shot. And, I mean, if he runs with it, who's going to stop him? He's got a decent team behind him that's hungry as ever. So I think there's a good chance that we see him have a good year and steal the spot from uh, from our boy, Gamble.
2: No, I mean, I 100% or, yeah, fully agree with that. I mean, Mrazek was one of the best goalies before he got injured last season.
0: Yeah. Oh, and he's never played on a team like this. Like, holy shit, he must like be in heaven with, with what he's surrounded by in Toronto compared to everywhere yeah. else he's been from. This Carolina team was pretty good, but yeah. By the end, like, but and like, how long yeah. was he there? Like a two years, maybe a few years. Yeah. It felt like a, a sneeze.
2: Uh, my number eight, I have Tays 10. Uh, UC Soros.
0: Nice. Oh. I
2: don't love where I put him. I don't know if I have full faith in him, but. He put up decent enough numbers that you know he could be all right this year.
1: Man, I actually love him as a goalie. Like I, I, I was a small guy. I was a goalie. He's tiny, I mean, tiny. He's probably my size, but small for an NHL goalie. Yeah. But man, it, has he big done team. really well on a poor, uh, poorly coordinated Nashville team?
2: And they like they touted him. You know, the next big thing, the Rene's replacement, and it looked like it until like a couple years ago. He just went to the tank, and it was like yeah. Okay, maybe he's not that good. And they just brought it right back. So yeah. I mean, thing with goalies, you never know what you're gonna get. You never fucking know. Carter Hart would have been, I don't know, top two of last yeah. year, top three, maybe a fourth. Um and boy did he struggle. So yeah, who knows with goalies? Everybody's gonna hate everybody's list because nobody knows how to rate goalies. Yeah. And nobody knows what's gonna happen with goalies. Yeah. Um, I can start with number seven. Uh I have Igor Shesterkin. Wow. Ah, boy, number seven. I like that, my
1: boy. Uh, I'll go next. This is uh, off the board a little bit, but we talked about him earlier in the podcast. But I'm going with Cal Peterson of the LA Kings. Oh yeah, uh, oh. I think he's going to come out of the woodwork here. LA looks really good this year. They're they're kind of coming on uh, up and up, and yeah, I really like him as a goalie. So perfect. I was pissed when Mike took him in our fantasy. <laughs>
0: Well, you know I had Igor on this list too, so I'm gonna put him here too because I'm kind of I keep shuffling my like <laughs> my guys because I don't know I'm in the right spot, but Igor is on here for sure for me. I believed in him last year, I believe in him again. I think everyone on that team is maturing, himself included, and uh, I mean they got the Norris Trophy right in front of them. So last year, so yeah, I think I'll have a good year. They should right. just get better in my eyes. <clears> Hundred percent. <throat> when do you guys
1: want uh, to I can, I can start with six. Beauty. Uh, I went with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury here. Um, I think I think he's going
2: to step into Chicago and do really well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see because he's played in front of a lot of really good teams. Yeah. So, I mean, Chicago has developed a very sneaky good back end, especially yeah. defensively. Mm. So, I don't know how much will change, but, uh, yeah, he's. I mean, if he can play, we, we've seen Fleury like really good and like, not great like last year not the most recent year but the year before um, he wasn't good he had like a 902 save percentage but Vegas was so good that it was just like hey, who cares yeah. you know it's, it's flurry he's winning 40 games a year but he's doing it on like a three goals against a 900 save percentage and then this year yeah. you know he pulls out and gets his first Vezina. Yeah. And so I think he is like it's weird he's like slightly overrated but he's also valued properly yeah. I, I keep flip flopping with this guy
1: yeah i agreed.
2: ty you want me to go at six i'll go uh <laughs> sure um john gibson nice the nice only re- the only pair. reason he's not higher is because the ducks suck but i mean gibson's a beast he had a little down year last year but i mean you're gonna have to when you're playing in front of the ducks you can't be an all-star yeah. every year
1: i uh with gibson i have him at 11 uh as my honorable mention i think yeah the ducks just kind of fucking kill him they're just so
0: bad But he's yeah, like yeah. Definitely one of the best Out there Yeah If Toronto had got him And I Anderson It'd be a whole different story Like Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, You know Like I think he's not Good be a player I totally agree he, I want to put him on the list But I didn't Because of the same thing I just think it's not fair Being on yeah. that Shitty of a team
2: <laughs> Yeah Number six Ty Uh yeah
0: Jose. was I just looking at I didn't write him down yet Um I had Uh Oh my boy Elvis Elvis doggy Elvis yeah, man. Because I, I don't know. I think he's on a mission, and it's. I mean, he, he could take it by the horns. He's another one who's like, I didn't. I probably put him too high looking at it, but he, like he's like, he's on a crap team too. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's
2: definitely restricted by the team, but I mean, hey, if he, he can show out, he will. Like, he will have the spotlight if he does. He's done well. it before, and the yep.
0: team's changed quite a bit. They got a, they got. A, um, oh my god, the uh, from Philly, the big name up front. Voracek, yeah, Voracek, and they got a a bunch of new faces in there, and like like I said, I want to see what this guy is all about because I think he's, I think he's his perspectives changed here, and yeah, he's definitely my number six.
2: New coach, new system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. True.
0: Yeah, you never know. Still number got Laine though.
2: Number five Ty Uh,
0: yeah, number five. I'm gonna go. Okay, this one's weird, but it's it's, it's the same thing as <laughs> Mike loves it. Uh, it's the same thing as um as the Mrazek pick. Like I think that Drieger's going to be fighting for this first spot. Or if not, like I don't think both those goalies stay there that long. Like I think I think that's a weird thing there. Like they gotta play them both. It'd be weird to not play one. Like to not play one a lot. I think they're both like that good. It's like I, you'd have to swap them. But if one's taken off, or they both do, and like you don't need them both, I just see one of them going somewhere. And I love Drieger. Like he's He's young. I totally thought he was going to take over this team. I was very surprised when they signed Grubauer after, to be honest. Very strange. Yes, right? So I still think that that's going to be a factor. I think he was probably surprised as well. I don't think there's... 100%. I think think it surprised everybody. So, you know, if he can prove himself to, to everybody, and one of those guys I don't think stays there, if they both absolutely kill it, the value is going to be too high with all the people that need goalies i.e edmonton etc so yeah i think that he he shows out and one of them gets traded so chris Drieger, number five
2: day round out number fives uh igor shes
1: of the new york rangers i don't know yeah
2: you can go number four as well if you'd like
1: uh newest colorado avalanche darcy kemper
2: oh baby.
1: yeah i don't know Man, he played stellar with the Yotes, and now to actually have a, a team in front of him, I think yeah. it's just going to fucking light it up. Yeah. Providing, providing he can stay healthy.
2: Yeah. Of course, for every goalie, but him, yes. Yeah. Um, I also have Kemper at number four, so. Nice. Nothing same wrong with brave, that pick. <laughs> same same brain. Oh, I don't think I said my number five pick. No, you didn't. I have Thatcher Demko at number five. <laughs> What? <laughs> I like it. That's I fine. have Demko 5, Kemper 4. There we go. I have think my list have already. I think he's been great the past couple of years. The Vancouver yeah. defense is so pathetic that it could be like eight nothing every game, but he keeps it to like 3. Yeah. I think he's a beast.
0: Uh, okay, tie number 4. Capo I fucking love this guy, man. Another guy is probably another backup. But, um, every time, <laughs> like, there's probably tons of them, but man, he's another one, like, I don't, I think he's definitely every week fighting for that starting position, and I don't think he's very far from it in Minnesota, so, fuck you guys, <laughs> so, so, so I'm, I'm running with it, like, I, I want to see more of that name, and every time I saw him last season, I thought he played great, so, I'm, I'm running with it, Capo.
1: I love it, Ty, I love it. Uh, let's see number three. Yeah.
0: My number three, well, Gr- Grubauer. I think their defense is so fucking good. And I think, I just think Seattle's got like, the goalies in the defense there have a fucking sweet day ahead of them. New city, new building, too. Like, we know they're going to be buzzing, especially out the gate. Um, unless they get blown out every fucking game, I'm pretty sure they're going to have, like, a, quite a while of, like, th- their fans are just going to be crazy for a while. And they got good defense. They got two good goalies. I think both of them deserve a starting position. Like I said, I don't think either of them will be there long. I think they're both fighting for that starting position and then probably another one. So I think yeah. both these goalies got to show up. And if they don't, like it'll just be the collapse of this team. But I don't think that's going to happen in their division.
2: Cool. And the odds of them are doing good up? as
0: high.
2: Uh, I have Fleury at number three. Interesting. Um, wow. Which one
1: of my top three did you both leave out?
2: I had... Uh, I mean reigning Vesna winner, new team. Yeah, dude. not a. Huge Let's just do number one Vesna. first, right?
1: <laughs> Who do you have number right. three? Uh, Robin Leonard mm. uh, of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, man, this guy is poised as the the like official starting goalie in Vegas for the first time uh, in his career. I think he's gonna come out and just fucking do so
0: well. I'm worried about Vegas. I don't know why. For the first time I'm like I think they're going to take a dip this year. I mean, they might, but not in the standings cuz they have to play the the
2: uh, Pacific Division 50 times. It's like Yeah. We won't know. I don't know. I don't trust Leonard as much. He's Fair not enough. on my list by the way. He's the yeah,
1: one guy I, Yeah, I figured. Yeah.
2: I uh we'll see. I'm not I'm not sold on him. Fair. Number 2.
1: Did Ty say his number three? Yeah, Groover. Yeah, Groover. Oh yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, Groovy. Number two,
1: I had Mister Connor Hellebuck. Yes sir, of the Winnipeg Jets.
2: This this might go all three of the same it's picks. Got to be
0: it's got to be a general consensus here. Yeah. Like number one, you got your Besno winner, of course, man. Like there's no way we left him out on our list. And then like yeah, two. I mean Hellebuck. It's kind of Hellebuck's just been in that top three conversation like pretty much since he got here and yeah. maybe not top three but you know like he's definitely been up there since and and how many times has he blown you away how many times has he been on not a very good team and just and just been the x-factor so he's still that he's just still the x-factor yeah. yeah. he's still exactly what they need to win and i'm assuming
2: you have him number two ty yeah absolutely yeah so do yeah, so I. yeah uh, and then number you can't one thrown bassy yeah no number one consensus is going to be vasilevsky i think vasilevsky book and then it's open for discussion
1: yeah i, I think, I think yeah. any
2: any like sane rankings will have those two guys one two anything after that is you know opinion whatever you want to bring in if you got you know your psychic said that this person's going to have a 924 uh state percentage year i anything i can get behind but i think those two guys are pretty much locks one two
1: yeah um Quickly, before we wrap up here, I just want to give a a shout out to a couple uh, younger, I guess not younger goalies, but newer goalies to the league that I think will uh, pop off this year. But we got the, the, I would say maybe like one B to Simeon Varlamov in New York, but Ilya Sorokin, he he looked really good last year. Uh, Look for him to do well again this year. And then obviously... Um, the guy everybody's talking about to, yeah, potentially win the Calder uh, in Spencer Knight in Florida. Man, Florida's got a hell of a team. We haven't even fucking touched on that. uh, We won the prediction show. Yeah, (laughs) they've improved so much. So look for Spencer Knight to do well as well. The
2: reason I didn't put Varley higher, higher than nine, is because Sorokin is so good. Yeah, agreed. If Sorokin wasn't there, Varley would probably be fourth-ish for me.
1: Yeah. I agree. If, if he was, a, if he had the starting capacity. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I agree.
2: Cool. I think, I think that about does the, uh,
0: the season premiere. Yeah,
2: I'd agree.
0: Man, I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, yeah, man, it's bad. good. I definitely missed it. It feels weird. Not like, not spazzing hockey with people every week. <laughs> like, right. It really does. But uh, yeah, I, like hockey, I don't know
2: what's going on. Hockey's back. Hoses are back. The new season's just around the corner. We got, uh, about two weeks till puck drop, so we, you know, we got a couple of good shows coming. But we got predictions, e- we
0: got trivia. The trivia, it's I'm super be- excited. The, the, yeah.
2: I've got I've got a lot of stuff written down already
0: for when that happens, and um, we'll, pro- we'll probably do a once over for the Olympics. No,
2: yeah, we could do another we one. We could probably the Olympics, do a little probably. "How are
0: you?" for the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: But yeah, let us know if you have any suggestions or anything. But um, yeah, look out for that trivia show. We'll probably go live on it. Once we know a time and date, we'll let, we'll let everybody know probably on Instagram and Twitter, but, um, it'll be released to the podcast network either way. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, thanks for coming back. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, super excited for season two to, to get going. We should get some, some guests on hopefully and, uh, you know, really, really grow this to, uh, to the excitement that we have for it.
1: Yeah. New, lots of new stuff come for the hosers. Uh, let's fucking go, fellas. I'm excited. Yeah. it's gonna be a fun year.
0: Yeah, man. I had I had more than a couple handfuls of people uh, like asking me, bugging me about when we were coming back and where we went. So that was super super cool to hear. And uh and yeah, we're definitely back. Oh, I gotta do one more really quick shout out too to Brendan. Uh, I met him at my bar uh, this past when I was bartending this past weekend, and he he wanted to talk hockey with me, and I was like, oh, I did you do you know watch hockey? And I was like, oh, dude, that's all I do. I got this pod, blah blah. blah. He was like, oh, no way. And then uh, and I showed it to him and he was fired up. He was like, he works for TELUS, I think. And they were quick story. They're sending him to like, to, to Old Crow, Alaska. I wrote it down. He's like, <laughs> he has to fly out there and change their like fiber internet cables or something. I think he has to do some digging or like a little bit in like the frozen ground. It sounded fucked. But anyway, he said he'd be listening and he'd be up there for like a week. And I had to shout him out. So shout out Brandon. Hope you're listening. I put it at the end, buddy, so make sure you heard the whole thing. Don't <laughs> you know, call me out. <laughs> had that's to put that in there. there. That's but awesome. hey, he was a beauty. I'm sure he's loving it. And, uh, you know, extra gloves, buddy.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Doing the good work for the Alaskan Indians. <laughs> the Alaskan Alaska- Indians, Alaska- yeah. <laughs> Tell him about the pod, buddy. Spread the word up there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get some bumper stickers going or something next time. We'll send you in style. But anyway, that's it for us, guys. That's all I had, and I had, I had a bunch of fun. Can't wait till next week. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll, we're back now, so we are yeah. we are ready to rock and roll.
2: Yeah, great talking to
1: you guys. It's, yeah, it's all. Can we please put that at the end?
2: Uh, can... We we cannot for copyright uh, reasons. Fuck. But <laughs> Ty can sing us home. Yeah,
0: man. Hey, good good to talk to you too, Tay. Good to see all you talk to all your hosters again. And we're gonna bang this year. out. it's gonna be great. Yeah, we sure agreed.
1: See you later, fellas.
3: Peace. Oh, <laughs>